on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Dominic Catronio. Wow, one of the wildest games of the year, and quite frankly, one of the most heartbreaking, frustrating, confusing, pondering, and just flat-out zany game as the Brewers fall in 11 innings, 6-5 to five to the Chicago Cubs. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Uh, a short show today. We'll be up with you until the top of the hour, 7 o'clock. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 855 616 one six twenty again eight five five six one six one six twenty you can call in or text in already a couple of texts in there right now get to those in just a little bit as we go through the line score in this one after Wilson Contreras wins it with a walk off single off of Peter Strezlecki. Cubs had six runs on eight hits no errors they left a total of eleven runners on base the Brewers had five runs on just four hits no errors, and they left nine runners on base. The winning pitcher is the rookie, Ullman. He's 2-1. and one. The loser with the blown save is Peter Strezlecki. Also, a blown save goes to Devin Williams for the ninth inning. Took three hours and 51 minutes, and we had a 41-minute delay to start the day. There are so many little details lost in this game that we're going to talk about with Vinny Rotino in just a little bit. A few texts have walked in right now. Uh, the number one question said, why did they walk Contreras? Well, you still had Ian Happ on deck, and the reason why he didn't walk Contreras is because Happ is better from the left side. And the Brewers, their, their bullpen was out. They were completely out of their bullpen. Strezlecki was the last line of defense. And the reason why they just took their chances with the right-on-right matchup with Contreras, and he just was looking silly on a slider the pitch before, but ultimately the base hit on the fastball to right field wins it. The reason they didn't walk him is because they didn't want to face Happ and have the unfavorable matchup with a switch hitter batting from his better side. Doug says, public enemy number one, Wilson Contreras does it again. You're absolutely right. He hit the two-run homer to give them the lead back in the fifth inning. What a killer. They're now in danger of getting swept tomorrow. With a good lefty going, you cannot keep playing one-run games. This is what happens. Not only that, you're not going to win games with four hits in 11 innings. No matter how many walks you're getting, you're not going to win with only four hits. We're going to talk about it with Vinny Rotino coming up next. This is Brewers Extra Innings on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Wow. A 6-5 loss in 11 innings. A lot of Brewers fans on Twitter are frustrated. Take a seat. We're going to try to figure things out right now. There's a lot of good that happened in this game that's going to get overshadowed with the way it ended, the way extra innings went. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Right now, pleased to be joined by Vinny Rettino, the former big leaguer, analyst on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Vinny, uh, if you could describe this, this game in three words, what three words would you choose? Three words, I would say totally in shock. How about that? Yeah, I, it's just That's like perfect. it's. <laughs> I mean, it's surprising. I mean, look, they're hitting two oh three against the Cubs. I just I just looked it up, did a little filter. I, you know, two oh three. You can't hit two oh three against this Cubs pitching staff. They're not good. I mean, I know Marcus Stroman has dealt against the Brewers, uh, and he's a good pitcher. He's, he's certainly a good pitcher, especially when he's healthy. But two oh three against the Cubs, like you said, you hit it on. You hit the nail on the head. Down four hits. 
He had multiple opportunities to, to get it done, especially later in the game. Look, at the end of the day, they did hit six balls hard uh, against Marcus Stroman, did run into a little bit of bad luck. But, you know, these are the games you – Every single game from here on out, Tom, is a must win. It really is just because of the teams that they're chasing. Uh, and so every time that you lose, it's going to put you in a deeper hole, especially, like I said, against the, the Cubs. you gotta ha- you got to fly those L's, and you got to fly those L's certainly at Wrigley, Dom. You've been in series where – you know the better team knows they're the better team, but the other side has literally nothing to lose, and these rivalry games, you know, have a little more juice behind it. Take me into the clubhouse that's supposed to win right now. As the Brewers have now dropped this series, you know they've dropped the first two. Now we're just going to try to avoid the sweep tomorrow. What is this feeling like when you know you're the better team? You've played not even close to your potential these last two days. What is this like in there? Yeah, so the feeling is a little bit of, not, I hate to use the word panic, That's I'm sure they're not doing that, but there is a feeling of a, a slight desperation of needing to win. Anytime you feel like you need to win and you need to avoid the series sweep, you know, and I'm, I'm talking as a fan, right, as an analyst, these are must wins, but the team can't think like that. The team has to just continue to take pitch to pitch, at bat to at bat, in order to, you know, get out of this hole. Um, that's the feeling in the clubhouse. They have to try and avoid that. And Craig Council is a master at this. He is a master at, at getting these guys to understand, like, hey, tomorrow's tomorrow's another game. Let's just stay focused and, and heighten that focus just a little bit in order to, uh, to to avoid that sweep and to win these games. But, man, they are losing. It, 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 they're kind of finding ways to lose at this point is what you, what you don't want. I agree. It, it's been something new every single game. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. A few more texts rolling in there right now, but let's talk about something positive here. That Willie Adamas home run in the eighth inning, I mean, it felt like that's going to be the swing that propels the Brewers forward into September. Obviously, the game didn't go that way, but that swing in that moment with that player, for it to end in this fashion, you just completely forget about that epic moment from Willie Adamas. Yeah, I mean, look, this guy is hitting. Uh, he's got a 284 on base percentage this year. Okay, he, he's he's hitting around 220, 219. In fact, he's hitting, but he's hitting about 280 with runners in scoring position. What does that mean? He is clutch. <laughs> We've seen this for the last year and a half, or over a year and a half now, since he's been a Milwaukee Brewers. He is so clutch. You could see that his his focus just heightens a little bit. You, you saw that he took that 3-0 pitch against Rowan Wick, and he was ready to hit that. He, he did not. It, I don't know if he had the green light or not, but he's. He, you could see he was telling himself, "Hey, throw that one one more time, and we're going to have a, a three to two ball game." And that's exactly what he did. He got that leg kick up a little bit sooner. Again, he's just a guy that that's going to raise his game when the stakes are higher. He made an unbelievable play, I thought, in the bottom of the eleventh uh, as well. Even though that throw was low, Patrick Wisdom had an unbelievable jump off third base. Um, and I thought there was no way that they were going to get Patrick Wisdom out at home. Willie Adamas threw an absolute seed missile to home. It was a little bit low. Great play by Victor Caratini to pick it. But these are the kinds of plays that Willie Adamas does make. He just wills himself and tries to will the team to win. It's really impressive. 
I mean, his homer was only the third hit of the day back in the eighth inning. It was after Yelich ripped one through the shift against Marcus Stroman that chased him from the game with the lefty up on the mound. So thanks to David Ross for setting up the matchup for Willie to be facing a new righty. And, well, we all know how that ended. We got more with Vinny Rotino coming up. Again, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. We'll answer a few texts and some phone calls up next. You're listening to Brewers Extra Innings on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Tough one. Brewers fall 6-5 to five in 11 innings against the Cubs at Wrigley Field. They have dropped the first two games of this three-game series. So drama to come tomorrow in the finale against the Cubs at Wrigley. I'm Dominic Catronio. Have Vinny Rotino still on the line with us. But right now, we're going to get to the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Sparky has been waiting out in Madison. Sparky, you are on Brewers Extra Innings. Okay, Dominic. Hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. I really don't know where to begin because it was just kind of a Saturday Saturday afternoon joke. And... Uh, you know, Craig Council, I, I think, is probably one of the better managers in all of baseball. And when you watch his uh, post-game shows, and you know, he looks like he's really frustrated. And, you know, he never calls his players out. And not that that does anybody any good to do that. But, you know, the fundamentals of baseball, you, you have to do. And how you could possibly have a situation, first and second, with nobody out, a run in, you got the top of the order up, and you got a guy like Christian Yelich that works a 3-1 count, and he strikes out. I mean, a bunt, whatever you have to do to get that man over to third base with a one-run lead. You know, that, you know, you can't hold these people's hands and, and walk them out there and tell them what they have to do. But, you know, Craig Council, I don't know what he's going through insofar as how he feels about what's been going on. But, you know, the front office did him absolutely no good at the end of, the, end of July by... You know, the hater trade, you can say whatever you want about that. But, uh, you know, offense was something they definitely needed. They got, what, four hits today, and there was nothing done there. And with a feast or famine offense like they have, how in the world are they going to play the next six weeks and either be a contender or get a wild card spot? I, I don't know how that could be. So I just wanted to throw that out. I guess I'm just kind of frustrated like everybody else. But, uh, yeah, I uh, just wanted to share my feelings with you and see what you might think. Okay, fellas? Thank you, Sparky. Appreciate the time. Well, on, on regards to that situation in the 10th inning with the run already in, first and second, that just comes down to not executing between Yelich and Adamas and the top of your order not executing, right? That, that's all that was. And when it comes to the offense, yeah, they didn't add anything, but it's been two weeks now, and it's time to understand this is the offense that they are, right, Vinny? Yeah, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to them trying to get it's going to come down to them getting hot at some point. We saw it right uh, after the All-Star break. The team rattled off six out of seven wins, and the offense was one of the top offenses in the league in that small sample size, in that week-long stretch where they were just scoring runs, hand over fist. I mean, they were just absolutely crushing the ball, great at-bats. Um, then they went to sleep. You know, obviously it is a, it is a streakier offense. So if they can get hot again, 
and continue to pitch the way that they're pitching and sneak into the wild card, they have a chance. I'm not, (laughs) I'm going to stop, you know, kind of predicting, you know, World Series runs and stuff like this. They just need to get in the playoffs and they need some luck and they need some things to go their way to do so. But they are capable. We've seen offense click. It it isn't clicking right now. So so we need to, we need to get that offense back on track. Now, in regards to that top of the 10th inning, um, Christian Yelich did have the bunt on. He took a called strike. Then three one, they did give him the green light to hit to swing away, and then he punched out against Stephen Brault, the tough lefty, with that side, you know, lower three quarter release. Tough to tough to see. I think they should have perhaps kept the bunt on three one and, and trust that Christian Yelich is able to get it down against the tough lefty. That is one one way that they could have maybe scraped another run across in the tenth. Um, but that's nitpicking, I, you know, and I don't want to second guess Craig Council because he's made he's pushed most of the right buttons in his entire tenure as a Milwaukee Brewer manager. And when it comes to execution, too, remember, it worked out perfectly that Bush had a dominant eighth inning, and he had the guy you wanted to pitch in the ninth inning, Devin Williams, on. If Devin Williams pitches just like average Devin Williams, not like cold Devin Williams like we saw today, this show was long over, and you know, three walks and a bloop single, and all of a sudden this game forces extra innings. Yes, the offense is absolutely to blame today, but the Brewers were in position to win the game with their best option on the mound, and Craig Council put them in that position with Matt Bush, and also the front office acquired Matt Bush to pitch that eighth inning. We didn't see Brad Boxberger today. Taylor Rogers pitched well enough in extra innings. Things got wacky there. You always need to score multiple runs in extra innings, and it just wasn't enough. Vinny, can they salvage a finale tomorrow with Brandon Woodruff on the mound? Absolutely. Anytime Brandon Woodruff is on the mound, you're going to have a chance to win. And you could say that about pretty much their entire starting pitching staff. They have a chance to win. Uh, Brandon Woodruff has just been a tremendous you know, stopper. He's been just a guy that wants the ball, takes the ball, especially with we've seen him do this with a lighter bullpen. I mean, Devin Williams is probably not going to be available tomorrow pitching 35 pitches today um, and, and maybe not even Taylor Rogers. Um, Matt Bush is probably available, but they're going to have they're going to have a, a strained bullpen tomorrow. Brandon Woodruff has been in this situation before, and he's gone deep into starts, deep into games, and 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 uh, propelled this team to victory. Um, I got to believe I'm an optimist here, <laughs> even considering how poorly they've been playing lately. Uh, that you know, the Brewers have a really good chance to win tomorrow. All right, that's what they need to do tomorrow. Tomorrow, you're right, is absolutely a must-win. Vinny, thanks as always for your time. We will see you uh, coming up this week on Valley Sports Wisconsin. And you're not done with the Cubs. You'll see them tomorrow, and you see them back at American Family Field coming up next week. So that's Vinny Rotino joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings. We roll on with Craig Council's thoughts up next on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers fall in 11 extra innings, of course, on Brewers Extra Innings. I'm Dominic Catronio. 6-5 to five the final tonight. AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. Again, that's 855-616-1620. And we, do, we are going to go to that AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line right now. Rick and Watoma, you have some thoughts about how the pitching should have gone there. Yes, I love that game. It was the most exciting game and honest to God, I just—it was just fantastic. The one move that I was hoping he would make, I wanted him to bring Corbin Burns in to pitch the eleventh inning. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean I was just 
I was just saying he's rested. He can pitch an inning or two. And he's going to strike everybody out. I mean, I was just hoping he'd bring in Corbin Burns. Well, Corbin did just pitch on Thursday, so it would be two days rest. His bullpen day would be today or tomorrow, I guess. So I guess he could have been active. But, no, I, I, I like the creativity. <laughs> I mean, I think the next guy up would have been Brad Boxberger in case of emergency. It seemed like they were staying away from him in high leverage today. But, hey, you know, you, you get beat with your best, I guess. I, I appreciate the creativity, Rick. Uh, with this game, with the offense, the pitching was just kept putting, kept getting put behind the eight ball. Aside from Devin Williams having the tough ninth inning, uh, we're going to get to Craig Council's quotes here in just a second. But also, I want uh, a word from the clubhouse here, but not from Craig Council. We've got a quote from Christian Yelich, actually, courtesy Kurt Hogue of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This was uh, quoted from Kurt, uh, according to his Twitter page. And I quote Kurt saying, Christian Yelich was upset with himself for the fumbled exchange that allowed the Cubs to tie the game in the 10th inning. And this is Christian talking. And I quote, I don't really have an explanation for what happened other than it can't happen, and that one's on me. Pretty bad extra innings for me today. End quote. That's straight from Christian Yelich, courtesy Kurt Hogue of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I mean, it's a sad song. It's a sad dance right now. You hate seeing the guy struggle right now. And you're right. I mean, it's just he put it out there bluntly. It was some seriously bad extra innings in this one. The offense could not figure it out. Yeah, the seven walks and the four hits just, it never got the hit. The Brewers, again, they left nine runners on base in this contest. They went one for nine with runners in scoring position. And once again, the only hit with a runner in scoring position came in extra innings when they started the inning with a man on second, thanks to Mike Brasso, his single in the 10th inning. That just can't happen. They know it. You know it. Craig Council knows it. We can sit here and continue to whack a dead horse, but the point is, it's just runners in scoring position. They are not executing in these moments. That's why this team relies so much on the home run ball. The only home run they hit was the clutch one by Willie Adamas getting themselves off the deck. They had nothing otherwise in the offense in this contest today. We're going to hear from the manager coming up next. We're only with you until the top of the hour here. We've got highlights coming a little bit later as well. Again, the Acunet Mortgage talk and text line is 855-616-1620. More to come on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's a sad Brewers extra innings today as the Brewers fall in 11, 6-5 to five to the Cubs. A walk-off single by Wilson Contreras erasing an epic go-ahead home run by Willie Adamas in the eighth inning. Uh, I got a tweet earlier today saying this team has got to hold the record for the amount of times it shot itself in the foot and had it kill them this season. I wish there was a stat for that. I absolutely agree. It seems like every leadoff walk has come around to score. Every error that isn't actually an error, like not failing to cover first base yesterday by Aaron Ashby, little tweener plays, not you know dropping a ball in left field by Christian Yelich on the transfer that leads to a sack fly. Every single little mistake has hurt the Brewers, uh, especially in the last week and a half or so. Uh, right now, let's go ahead and kick it down to the manager of the Brewers, Craig Council, speaking with the media a moment ago. You know, it was a good game. Um, you know, like we're just, the extra innings create... Um, you know, a lot of action, and both teams executed for a couple innings, and um, you know, in the end, we just didn't create enough offense. It's 
started the trouble kind of with Williams that with with two really long at bats, especially yeah. Wisdom. Did yeah, I feel like that kind of set the tone for a tough inning for him. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you got to give. I think you give him credit for just having a great at bat. I think he fouled off five pitches, got the count to three two, and fouled off five pitches at three two. Um, you know that that that's not done against Devin a lot. Um, there were some good, really good pitches in there. Um, and uh, you know he made he made him throw a strike, and um, you know eventually one out of the zone and took it. So credit credit to the, they had a good inning against Devin. You know it wasn't like anything got hit hard. It was just um, they laid off a whole bunch of pitches um, and, and made him work for every every out. What did you see from Devin today? It just looked like not as much swing and miss as usual. I, I just I just told you what happened. I just I just they laid off a bunch of pitches and made him work. That's what happened. What about, what, what about with Taylor? Um, you know, coming into that spot and at least getting you out of there, and then next Yeah, I mean, I think I think Taylor did his job. You know, um, you know, we 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 had we put a run on the board and got the first out and kept the man at second base. Um, you know, we had the the ball to Yelly that unfortunately he fumbled the exchange. The stolen base is big in there too. Is that? Uh, yeah, I mean the stolen base is big. I think, but he he got a pop up as well. So, uh, but obviously the stolen base is is big, and um, I don't have to do a nice job. Do you think Hap was going to go, no matter if the yellow dropped the ball or not? No, I don't. No, I think he stopped. Yeah. What do you think of Freddie? Um, yeah, I mean I think Freddie pitched really well. Um. Just overall, really well. Did everything well. Got got us through six innings, which is which is great. Um, definitely a, a good start. What, what did Strowman have going today that just made him so? Yeah, I mean, I think it's you know what's what he does well is where he's the ball is down and it's kind of going every direction. It's going you know in a way down. Um, so the ball's on the ground a lot and. You know, you get against him. You got to find some holes, and then we didn't find holes. Um, and he and he stayed down, and he was really stubborn with the ball down, and, and we couldn't get balls up to. You know, the balls that we did get up were, were some line drives. Um, so he, he was just stubborn down and really good down. I'm glad he brought up Freddie Peralta too, because we lose sight of the fact that Freddie completed six innings for the first time since his injury. Six innings, quality start, two earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts. Yes, he allowed the home run to Wilson Contreras, but he kept the Brewers in it for his six innings. Uh, and the Brewers, you go back to that first inning, the only run they had scored, you could argue it should not have even scored if the Cubs had actually turned that double play like they thought they were going to turn. On Andrew McCutcheon hustling up the line, ball was dropped in the transfer there. Then we all know about the other drop in the transfer by Christian Yelich later on in the game that came back to hurt them. So it kind of turned out to be an eye for an eye in that, in that regard right there. So that's from the manager, Craig Council. We're going to have a very brief highlight segment up next. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 855-616-1620. As the Brewers, they fall 6-5. to five. Mega highlight, though, came from this game, and that's coming up next. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! Go! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. 
Well, we are tight on time. We're only going to the top of the hour today. The Brewers fall 6-5 to five in 11 innings. But, man, we had one of the highlights of the year in this game. We fast forward to the eighth inning. Brewers trailing 2-1. to one. They've been trailing for the majority of the game 2-1. to one. And they finally get to Marcus Stroman. He gets bounced from the game after a big ovation. He hypes up the crowd. Christian Yelich is on first. There's two outs. And the only man he wanted to play coming up, Willie Adamas. Here's the pitch home. And Adamas is swinging a drive deep left center. Brewers have the lead. A two-run blast from Willie Adamas. His 24th of the season. 3-2 Milwaukee. Brewers ring the bell with another home run from Willie Adamas. It's his sixth career home run against the Cubs. And remember, you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army Red Kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. So the Brewers had the lead 3-2, to two, and then uh, things got a little wacky. A bloop single tied the game in the bottom of the ninth off of Devin Williams by Nick Madrigal, 3-3. Three to three. Then they go to extras, Mike Brasso and RB single up the middle, then in the bottom half of the inning, the awkward sack fly from Framil Reyes when Yelich dropped it in the transfer, allowed half to score to tie it again. Colton Wong, an infield swinging bunt gets the job done at the top of the 11th, but that would be all they got. A Patrick Wisdom double, and then a Wilson Contreras walk-off single is how this one ended. For the Cubs, they win 6-5. to five. They have claimed the series 6 Two or excuse me, two to nothing. They're now nine and six this season. Are the Cubs against the Brewers? That is something simply unacceptable. I think for the Brewers' perspective, something they did not see coming. Uh, I know we're r- running out of time here, and James tried to call in, and we just ran out of time asking about what's going on with these August collapses. Well. I think of 2019, there were only 12 and 14 in August, but then they followed that up with a 20 and 7 September. And then you look at last year, their August was tremendous. They were 19 and 9, and then in September they came back closer to earth. They had a really, really terrible finish last year, if you remember, in September and October. They went 14 and 15 in September and October last year, but they were 19 and 9 in last year's August. So I don't see that. You know, right now the Brewers are 6 and 11 in August. They need to fix that. They have now lost uh, 12 of their last 18 games. And for a team that's chasing the wild card, and they're the biggest Mets fans right now to sweep the Phillies in a doubleheader, and they'll be Nationals fans tonight against the Padres because the further and further you get from the Cardinals, the more you're going to center in on the wild card. That's the look ahead. Uh, another quick text here from our Acunet Morgan. Talk and text line. The 11th inning, two outs and a man on third with Wilson Contreras at the plate. Why not go with the intentional walk? We talked about that. If you wanted to bring uh, Ian Happ in to face a righty, his splits are 80 points less from the right side, but he has so much more time from that left side. That is his better side, according to the scouts. Uh, this question came from Mike from Sheboygan Falls. So sorry if you missed it earlier, but I would have taken my chances right on right there with Wilson Contreras, and he got him with two strikes, and he had him fooled on a slider earlier. It just didn't work out. came down to execution. Devin Williams in the ninth, and then chances in the 10th and 11th to try to preserve the lead, and it's so hard with the place runner on second. We'll wrap up the show next. This has been Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Getting ready to wrap up a tough show and a tough day, a long day 
at the ballpark. Remember, we had nearly an hour-long rain delay at the start of the day. A four-hour extra-inning, 11-inning contest that the Brewers only mustered up four hits. Seven walks, but four hits, and went just one for nine with runners in scoring position. It's one of those games that, quite frankly, we've heard a lot of over the last month or so, and it's frustrating, of course, but... The reason I'm going to continue to have optimism, I've said it before, my tagline is you keep on swinging. And the blueprint was laid out last year by the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm not saying the Brewers are going to suddenly rattle off 17 wins in a row. And who knows if they're even capable of doing that. But what you're looking for is some mojo, looking for some juice, looking for something to get you going. And it can happen in the blink of an eye. We have seen crazy stuff happen in baseball over the years. Like St. Louis last year, we've seen a Mets epic collapse. We've seen an incredible game, 162, a couple of years ago and with the Rays and the, and the Orioles and the Red Sox and everything. So much baseball can still happen, and a lot of craziness can happen. I'm going to remain optimistic. I'm going to stay real. Like, I mean, this team needs to get the execution going, especially offensively. The runners in scoring position numbers are tough. The pitching is continued to ask again and again and again to a one-run lead, a tied game. They're big leaguers on the other side as well. It's a very hard task to have that add up and pile up and pile up. It's been a very tough August, but you dust yourself off. You got Brandon Woodruff back on the mound tomorrow as uh, the Brewers will try to salvage the finale with him on the mound against the lefty, Justin Steele. Brewers warm-up will begin at 12 o'clock tomorrow, same time as it did today, with the uh, on-deck show at 12.45 and first pitch at 1.20 to close out the series at Wrigley, these Cubs will come back to AmFam uh, over the weekend, Friday through Sunday. But first, the Brewers will be heading to Los Angeles Monday through Wednesday for a three-game set in Chavez Ravine. So the Brewers fall 6-5 to five in 11 innings. They will try to save the finale tomorrow. My name is Dominic Catronio. For Jeff and Lane on the calls and for our man on the ones and twos, Evan Wittalison, Thank you so much for listening. The Brewers fall by a final of 6-5 to five in 11 innings. Going for the finale tomorrow, Woodruff gets the ball at 120. Hopefully it's a little bit drier, but staring at that W flag, it's no fun. But until tomorrow, keep on swinging.